Good morning, everyone, and welcome to today's focus for Thursday, January the 5th, 2023, at 1045 a.m. Central Time. Today's focus, my pronouns are... My pronouns are, when you hear someone tell you that, or if you're looking on social media and you look at their their profile and they say, my pronouns are, how do you react? Does it bother you in any way, shape, or form? If you read an article that says something like this, this year, I've started taking the pronouns she, her, hers, and they, them, theirs. Like the clothing I use to express my gender, Pronouns are labels that make us more visible and indicate we are not alone. I think about what it would be would have meant to my younger self if I had discovered this sooner. It's the kind of progress that can save lives. Even so, I'm navigating the implications of my decision. How do I share my pronouns with other people? How do I ask other people what their pronouns are? How do I figure all of this out, especially in more professional environments? Now, if you listen to the Christian world, the Christian world has expressed time and time again their dismay, their frustration, their anger when people choose certain pronouns. We're like, no, I'm not going to go with your pronouns because your pronouns do do not correspond to reality. I'm not going to refer to you as her when you are a him, and I'm not going to refer to you as a him when you are a her. I'm I'm not going to go along with your pronouns. We're going to have to take a stand because as Christians, we believe in absolute reality, and we're not going to go along with it. And Christians get really bothered and really upset about this whole pronoun thing. And when someone posts on their social media that their pronouns are this or, or whatever, or they, they, they list what their pronouns are, many Christians get really bothered by it. But what if I was to tell you that the problems with pronouns is not a problem that we should be concerned with when it comes to what the world is doing? The problems with pronouns is a problem inside your church, inside my church, and that the people who've really been messing up pronouns has been Christianity all along. It's not the world. When the world says my pronouns are these things, no, 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 I'm not even worried about that. I'm not even concerned about it. It doesn't, I don't even care one way or the other. My concern is the church and pronouns because the church has been taking pronouns they're about other people and we've been stealing those pronouns and saying no those pronouns are about me those pronouns are that's me when you read that pronoun you read me you see us in that pronoun you you may be like what what are you referring to i'm referring to how christians handle the word of god Because time and time again, Christians have this weird way of reading a text where pronouns are used, and those pronouns are referring to someone else. It's referring either to Abram or Sarai or Abraham and Sarah. It's referring to Israel. 
It's referring to other people. And we somehow have this insane idea that we can just read those pronouns, ignore who the pronouns were originally about and make the pronouns about us. That's the real crime when it comes to pronouns. The crime of of how people are handling handling pronouns to me is not in the world. It's inside the church. Recently, for our Bible study exercise, we've been working on Zephaniah chapter 3. And in our first real in-depth study of Zephaniah chapter 3, I demonstrated how the curriculum that we were using that supplements kind of what we do for the podcast, that they took Zephaniah chapter 3, where you have all of these pronouns that are specifically about a certain people, and the, and the curriculum made those pronouns about me and made it about you. If we're going to yell and scream and condemn the world for their supposed misuse of pronouns, maybe, just maybe, before we yell at them, we look in the mirror and we look inside your church and my church. We look inside your small group and your Sunday school classrooms because I think we have been abusing and misusing pronouns probably far longer than the world has. In fact, the world could say, we learned how to misuse <laughs> misuse pronouns from the church. I know when I say that Christians are going to get mad, but I've grown kind of tired of it. Let's just give you an example. Zephaniah chapter 3. Let's just start in verse 8. Zephaniah chapter 3 verse 8. Therefore wait ye upon me. When God here is speaking, telling someone to wait upon him, who is he saying to wait upon him? Is he telling you? Is he telling me? Or is he telling a specific people? Wait ye upon me, saith the Lord, until the day that I rise up to thee, pray. Uh, When I rise up to thee, pray, for my determination is to gather the nations that I may assemble the kingdoms to pour upon them mine indignation, even all my fierce anger, for all the earth shall be devoured with the fire of my jealousy. For then will I turn to the people a pure language that they may all call call upon the name of the Lord to serve him with one consent. consent. From beyond the rivers of uh, Ethiopia, uh, my my suppliants, even the daughter of my dispersed shall bring mine offering. Now listen, here we go. Verse 11. In that day shall thou not be ashamed. Who who, who is the thou there? All right. If if I read it from another translation, if I read it from another translation, verse 11. On that day, you will not be put to shame. Who is the you? Who is the you there? We can't just grab that you and make it about us. On that day, you will not be put to shame because of everything you have done and rebelling against me. For then I will remove from among you the jubilant, arrogant people, and you will never again be haughty on my mountain. I will leave a meek and humble people among you and they will take refuge in the name of the Lord. The remnant of Israel will no longer do wrong or tell lies. A deceitful, a deceitful tongue will not be found in their mouths. They will pasture and lie down with nothing to make them afraid. 
Now, if you look, if you just go through Zephaniah chapter three, there's all of these pronouns. There's all these references to thee, to you, to, uh, to I, to me, to, to them, uh, uh, my people, all, all of these different pronouns that are describing a specific group of people. And time and time again, Christians just seem to say, I don't care about the pronouns. I don't care the, that when it says them, it means me. When it says you or I, it's referring to me. no. In many cases, it has nothing to do with you. And Jeremiah, where it says, I have plans for you. That, those, those, those plans, that's God and the plans he has for you. That you is not you. That was for those coming out of Babylonian captivity. I don't understand why Christians run around and yell and scream at how the world misuses pronouns and we have been stealing pronouns and applying them to ourselves when they literally have nothing to do with us. Now, yes, there are times where we can see a general principle here. In fact, if you look at Zephaniah chapter 3, at least clearly the beginning is about Judah, the judgment that's coming upon Judah, and then you could argue what, what's, what's happening. Who, who, who are the pronouns referencing and starting in verse 8, right? And, and we obviously have a group of people um, in verse 10, from beyond the rivers of Ethiopia, my suppliants, even the daughter of my dispersed shall bring mine offering. He's referring to a group of people who've been dispersed, who are in a certain location, and then he says, and then uh, in that day shall thou not be ashamed in all thy doings. Something is going to change in that day for a specific people. So let me ask you, when you study your Bible, when you read your Bible, are you aware of those pronouns? And are you correctly identifying who those pronouns are referring to? And are you understanding the text being about those individuals? And then once you've established clearly who it's about, what's going on, then and only then do you say, okay, what's the principle at play here in regards to this people? And does that principle apply in any way, shape or form to me? And if it does, I don't base it off that text. I have to go find another text that clearly takes the principle and applies it to others and say, well, this is a example of that principle that is applicable to me being played out in the lives of Israel or Judah or Abraham or Sarah or Joseph or whomever, whoever you're referencing at any particular time, David, whoever. See, sometimes the Old Testament may show an example of another principle being played out, but you don't take that text and make it about us. You say, here's how this principle it's found. Say the principle is found in Ephesians or the principle is found in Romans or the principle is found in Philippians. You can say, here's that principle. Now here is a real life example of that principle at work. What we have a tendency to do, though, is just go to the Old Testament, take these stories, take the pronouns, steal the pronouns, apply them to ourselves, and not even try to explain why we're doing that. In, in the curriculum that we looked at for the Bible study exercise where we worked on Zephaniah, they didn't even explain how all of a sudden these pronouns became about us. And in fact, if you read, read the curriculum, it was bizarre because it would be giving the text referring to you them, they, right? Like referring to these pronouns specifically for Judah, specifically for Israel, specifically for the nations, whichever section of Zephaniah, you know, we're referencing. 
and then the curriculum would immediately give those correct pronouns and then immediately refer to now the pronouns would switch to us to, and, and all of a sudden it became about us. They, they took the pronouns as they were originally used and then immediately transferred them to us. So if you think about it, Christians should be posting on their social media platforms. My pronouns or whatever I want to apply to me in the Bible, right? My pronouns are whatever, whatever I find in the Bible that I want applied to me, those are my pronouns. Whatever I don't want applied to me in the Bible, those aren't my pronouns. So if I'm reading the Bible and God's going to say, hey, I know these plans I have for you to bless you, to do all these wonderful things for you, dun, dun, da, da, those are my pronouns. But if I read a text that says, I'm going to bring judgment and I'm going to bring death and I'm going to bring destruction, those are not my pronouns. So for us Christians, we, our subjective use of pronouns is whenever I see something in the Bible I like, those pronouns are about me. Whenever I see something in the Bible I don't like, those pronouns are for someone else. That is subjective. It is horrifying that Christians have done this. And I think we need to look at ourselves before we continue our condemnation and condemning of the world. So today, you can just, you can take any passage of scripture. I don't care. I don't know if you're doing a, a reading plan through the Bible this year. If you're doing a reading plan, when you, when you read today, whatever you're reading, listen to the pronouns and identify the pronouns. If, if you want to go to Zephaniah chapter three, let me read it again. Therefore, wait ye. Who's the ye? Who's, who's supposed to be doing the waiting here? Who's the ye? Upon me, saith the Lord, until the day that I rise up to the prey. Now, hopefully you know the me and the I is referencing to God, but okay, but you can identify those pronouns. Rise up to the prey, for my determination is to gather the nations that I, there's God, may assemble the kingdoms to pour upon them, who is the them? Well, the nations. Mine indignation, which nations is he referring to? Even all my fierce anger for all the earth shall be devoured with fire of my jealousy. For then will I turn to the people, a pure language, that they may all call upon the name of the Lord to serve him with one consent. Which people is that referring to? Verse 10, from beyond the rivers of Ethiopia, my suppliants, even the daughter of my dispersed shall bring mine offering. Who's he referring to here? Suppliants and the daughter of my dispersed. Who's he referring to there? Who, who is that referencing? Verse 11, in that day shall thou, who is the thou, not be ashamed for all thy doings, wherein thou hast trans, wherein thou hast transgressed, who transgressed against me, for then I will take away out of the midst of thee, who is the thee, them, who is the them, that rejoice in the, and thy pride, and thou, who's thou, shall no more be haughty because of my holy mountain. Verse, uh, 12, I will also leave in the midst of thee, who is the thee, and afflicted and poor people, and they, who is the they, shall trust in the name of the Lord. The remnant of Israel shall not do iniquity, nor speak lies, neither a deceitful tongue shall be found in their mouth, for they shall feed and lie down, and none shall make them afraid." And we can, and you can go ahead and read the rest of the chapter. You can read all of Zephaniah chapter three, or you can pick any chapter that you're reading today. 
and just identify the pronouns. And if the pronoun is not about you, then you apply the text to who the pronoun is referencing. And once you've done that, you say, what's the principle here? And then if you say, here's the principle, then you ask yourself, is this principle spoken of somewhere else in the Bible? And that principle is applicable to me. Then you go to the other place in the Bible, say, this is what the Bible says about this principle. Then you come back and say, now here is that principle being played out in real time in the lives of who these pronouns actually refer to. The pronoun problem. It's not a problem of the world. The pronoun problem is a problem inside the church. Today's focus. What are your pronouns? 